0: Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged to find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Luke chapter 24, starting at verse 13. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about threescore furlongs. And they had talked together all of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another, as ye walk and are sad? And one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answered and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priest and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, to this today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished when they... Uh, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. Mm -hmm. And certain of them, which were with us, went to the sepulcher and found it even so as the women had said, but they saw him not. Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And when they drew nigh to the village, whether they went, he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them, and it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread, and blessed it, and brake it, and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the Scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, and returned to Jerusalem. And found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in the breaking of bread. We'll stop there. That's a, it's, it's kind of a cool little story that we read there. I, I always like that one. and uh, There... One of the things that always interests me about this story is uh, direction. Direction. As as we listen to what's happening and and this thing unfolds, they are, uh, it tells us quite early that they are leaving Jerusalem, headed to Emmaus. As they say themselves, just that morning, the news that uh, Mary... Who, and the, the ladies had went out to the tomb and found the tomb empty and Jesus wasn't there. Had saw visions of angels telling them that Jesus was alive. They, had, they were there at the moment when this information had came back. But then they say, yeah, but the guys went out and they didn't see anything. So In the midst of all these things happening, they made a decision that we're going to leave and go away from where things are happening. I, when, I, when I hear this story, you had two people who were right in the middle of what Jesus was doing and decided, made a decision to leave. Now, uh, it may not be significant to you, but, but I, I want you to hear me out. Even while... They were leaving. They were heading in the opposite direction of where they needed. Jerusalem was where things are going to happen. Jerusalem is the place that that here in just a a matter of weeks, the Holy Spirit is going to descend uh, as a mighty rod. Jerusalem is the place that Jesus is going to ascend into heavens there on the Mount of Olives. Jerusalem is the place that all these things are going to happen, but they actively made a decision because of what was going on that we're going to leave. We are going to walk away. It is a a thing that is all too common, not just then, but even today. There are people who are making decisions today. There is a place where Christ is working, Christ is moving in their lives, but they make a decision to leave that, to leave where the presence of God is, where, where He has a ministry for them. They leave that place and decide to walk away from it. But that isn't what's significant about the story, is it? The story's not significant because of them deciding to walk away, because we know people make make decisions like that all the time. But here is what is significant about this story, is that when they were walking away, Jesus walked with them. Now, I want you to register this for just a second. He had that morning. He had just risen from the grave. The angels had spoke about him. All his disciples are there in Jerusalem. The people who were faithful followers were there in Jerusalem. But you know where he was? He was on the road with two guys who made a decision to walk away. Now, if you'll remember, Jesus told the story uh, about if there was uh, one of you who had a hundred sheep and one of them walked away, wouldn't you leave the ninety and nine to go find the one who had went astray? And when you bring it back, wouldn't you be joyous because the one that was lost is found? And what I think you need to understand this morning is even when we make bad decisions in our lives, even when we find our life headed in a direction that that is totally the opposite direction of where Christ would want us to go, he doesn't quit working and dealing in our heart he walks with us even when we go the wrong way sometimes we as people are so quick to to give up on people and say oh just write them off now they'll never may they'll never be good enough that they can't do but i want you to know that is not christ He's the one who leaves the 99. He's the one who doesn't let the one uh, go astray because He loves you. They were discouraged. They were disappointed. And they were scared. They were discouraged because... The hope that they had had that uh, Christ would be uh, the the great Redeemer they were discouraged because the uh, and they said as they're talking to Jesus here on the road says we thought that he would be the one to redeem Israel we thought that he would be the one to redeem Israel but he died that that statement that they make it it. Um, Every time I read it, it kind of stirs me because they'd heard what Jesus had said. They'd been following Jesus. They were followers of Jesus, but they thought that he would be the one to redeem Israel. But they weren't wrong. Right? They were wrong. See, in all the things they'd heard, they had picked up on the right things. They had, they, had, they had picked up on a lot of the right things that Jesus had said. Yes, he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Yes, he was the one who would save his people from their sins. It was Jesus. But the problem was that he didn't quite do it the way they expected. See, there are a lot of reasons that we walk the wrong way. We get discouraged. We get disappointed. Sometimes we're just scared. Sometimes we have expectations that, that, that we build up for ourselves, uh, uh ways that we think things ought to work out ways that we, we expect that, that everything ought to happen only to find out that, that even though we, we've, we've been getting a lot of the right information in our own minds, we we've taken that and we've, We've become disappointed because things didn't work out the way we thought they ought to. Let me tell you one of the things that I've learned over my many years of ministry. I think I'm about at the point I can say that now. This is, this is 20, 22 years I've been preaching now. So it's a few years I got under my belt. My many years of ministry, I don't know what many is. But one of the things that, that I have learned is things rarely work out the way I envision them to, the way I plan for them to, or the way I hope for them to. But they always work out. You know, All things work together for good, to them that love God and are called according to His purpose, according are the called according to His purpose, and I found that to be the case in my life. I want to say to you this morning, if you're looking at things and, and things just doesn't seem to be working out the way that you had planned them in your mind, you never thought at this stage in your life things would be going the way they are today. You never thought that that, that at this point in your... I have seen people who have who have faltered because of disappointment, because what they thought that they would be doing, how they thought things would be going, are, are, not, the, are not the way things are actually working out. And here they are looking at their life, at, at, at a stage in their life, and they get so discouraged and distraught because of that that they just give up. It ain't, it ain't quite working out the way you planned it. It isn't exactly what you thought it would be when you reach this stage in your life. But one of the things when Jesus was there on the way with them. The scripture says that he began to expound the scriptures to them. Go in and and tell them all these scriptures. But but he said, don't you understand? Don't you get that Jesus had to suffer this way? Don't you understand that in order to fulfill what, what he needed to be done? It had to happen like this. And I want to say to you. Sometimes the, the great struggles we face in our life aren't because that He doesn't care or that, that, that He's not with us or, or that things are really going off the rails and no one's in control. But it's because sometimes things need to happen the way they happen. Amen. Even bad things. Sometimes even bad things happen but he can make good come from them. That, that scripture that I just quoted there, it, it doesn't say that all things that happen are good, but it says all things work together for good. And I, I really believe that that's, that's something that we need to get a hold of. It doesn't mean everything is always good, but it means that everything is working for good. And we need to understand that in the, in the middle of our hard times, in the middle of our trials, in the middle of our struggles, that just because things aren't going good doesn't mean they're not working for good. Well, how can any good come out of this situation? I don't know. That is the, that is the beauty of being a preacher. I don't have to know. I'm not the one who figures out how it works together. You get what I'm saying, right? I'm not the one up here figuring out and connecting the dots and putting things in. I don't have to figure out how it works for good. All I know is it's going to. Because the Bible says it will. They were disappointed. They were discouraged. They were scared. So they walked away. while they were walking away, something happened that they didn't expect to happen. A new encounter with Christ. See, I, I, I think that there are people this morning who are struggling with things. Who are are going through some issues. Going, I... I, I I'm telling you, this morning, just listening to the testimonies, the songs, the, the things that it, it, it's just, it's really got, man, the Lord is, is dealing with someone here this morning or maybe several people here this morning. This, this is, this is, this is one of them things that it's hitting home somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but it's hitting home somewhere. And, and, and what I need you to know, you may be struggling with things, You may be dealing with some stuff. It's big, it's bad, it's awful. You've got problems that you you didn't see coming. Even when in our lives we're going in a direction. We've been taken in a direction. Our lives have been taken down turns that we didn't expect. There's still room for new experience with Christ. Amen. <laughs> you can find Christ on the wrong road. That's right. You can, you can find Christ on the road that you're not supposed to be on, you can find Christ on the road that takes you in the wrong direction. And see, you know, as we read the story, you know, here, here they are. They, Man, all this stuff that he's saying, it's really... It, it, it says they got heartburn. Now Some of y'all look at me like, what? Yes. As they were eating, they got heartburn. It, it says right here. I, I'll, I'll read it to you. This is. This is... Verse thirty says, "It came to pass as they as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break it and gave to them. And their eyes were open and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight." Verse thirty two. And they said one to another, "Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures?" At heartburn. It was just a little different kind. See. You know, I've had I've had people ask me questions about how do you how do you know when God speaks? How do you know uh, the the presence of the Lord is there? How do you know when uh, how do you know when you've got the right sermon that you need to preach? How do you know uh, when when God's speaking to you when He's calling you? How do you know? uh, you get heartburn? It's, it is it is a, a, a spiritual thing that is happening in, in your life, but I think this scripture really sums up accurately what it is that's happening inside of you, and it is this very thing, your heart, not it's not like heartburn where you get the indigestion. But there is something uh, burning inside of you. There is something happening on the inside. And they didn't know how to describe it. They didn't know what it was. But they said, didn't our hearts burn within us? They literally wasn't catching on fire. But something on the inside knew that the presence of the Son of God was near. And I'll tell you that you know when He's speaking into your life. Because you get heartburned. You can feel when the presence of God is made. We, we send in a church service like this. How do you know the Lord's speaking? Because you, you got heartburn. I, I, I don't know how to describe it better, but it manifests itself. In a way that when I say heartburn, if you felt it before, you agree. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, (laughs) that's a pretty good way of putting it. They They had went the wrong direction. While on the wrong direction, they met the right person. In Jesus Christ. He didn't tell them, hey, turn around, you're going the wrong way. You know that? He didn't do that. All he did was tell them the truth. Didn't you know? Don't you know? Don't you realize? He just began to show them the truth of the scriptures. And all of a sudden, as their heart began to burn, the doubts began to melt and the discouragement began to melt and the fear began to melt away. This morning, maybe you got some heartburn. Maybe you got some doubt and you're like, I don't know what Jesus can use. I don't know that he can make this situation. Out. I didn't expect this to happen in my life, but look where I'm at now. Look at all the things that have happened. Look at my past. Look at... and. But the Spirit of God is dealing and speaking in your heart this morning. You feel Him moving inside. I don't know that Jesus can do anything in my life. But the heart's burning. Beginning to burn away some of that doubt that you've held on to. So here we get to the, now, granted, he didn't tell them, hey, you're going the wrong direction. Turn around. Hey, get get yourself back to Jerusalem. He didn't tell them that. But when he had, he just vanished from their sight. He breaks bread. All of a sudden they know who he is and immediately, boom, vanishes from their sight. Verse 33. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem. He wants to do something in your heart that changes your direction. You get what I'm saying? Uh, Sometimes we we get so hung up on, on just trying to get people heading the right way that we overlook the fact that something needs to happen inside. As a a church, we got to watch or we'll get so wrapped up in just the, the numbers that we have on the board. We just want people to come to church and we want them to act like us and do what we do. And in reality, we're content if they'll come and sit in the pew and act like us. But what Jesus wants is for something to happen on the inside. You can come to church and be lost. Because nothing has happened on the inside. You can clean your life up and do what you feel are all the right things and still be lost. Because until something has happened on the inside... Until you know Christ as your Savior. Until you've been washed in the blood. See, we're going to get to heaven not because of what we've done on the outside. Not because of the road we've taken or the, some of the good things that we've done in life outweigh the bad things we've done. It, it's just a fact. You read the scripture, one thing is very evident. You can't get to heaven on your own. Peter says that we're not redeemed by corruptible things. We're not redeemed with corruptible things. We're not redeemed with traditions. That's one of the things he said. I'm not making that up. Same scripture. But you know what he said we are redeemed by? The precious blood of Of the Lamb. And this morning. I don't know what path you're walking down. You may be walking away this morning. You may be walking in the total opposite direction. Of Jesus. Where he's working. Where he's wanting you to. To be. where, Where you need to be. but I want you to know that He's still walking with you. Because He's not content to let one who's went astray be lost. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at StockdaleUCC.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at StockdaleUCC.